short story, and everything in between. Being rejected isn't exactly the end of the world, just feels like it. Gertrude heaved a long sigh. Silly of me to think that. But, you know, it's life, beginnings and endings. She launched herself from her partition tan and gray workstation, pulled on her heavy winter coat, and plodded to the checkout counter. Dressed in a blindingly white parka with fake fur fringe around the hood, her friend, Camilla, smiled as they punched in their work numbers and timed out. Got plans for the weekend, Gertie? Gertrude closed her eyes, sighed, and then straightened her shoulders. Focusing, she met Camilla's teasing grin. Nope, but I'll make some. And you? Camilla grinned. Timmy's coming over for the weekend. We're going out on the town and have some fun. She did a little arm shake with a hip wiggle and laughed. A stab of pain made Gertrude wince. Her stomach clenched. You be careful, Cammie. People get hurt driving around and partying, you know. You're such a worrier. Sauntering out the main exit, Camilla shivered in the cold blast of winter air and linked arms with Gertrude. You need to have more fun. Besides, people getting killed sitting at home, too. Heart attacks, cancer, random acts of violence. No one's safe. She tugged at her zipper. Might as well live while you got a chance. Can't stay home all the time. Her plaid coat buttoned to the top, Gertrude pulled her keys from her purse and punched the unlock button as she neared her cruise. No safe place in the world, I agree, but it's just plain dumb to beard the lion. I don't even know what that means, Camilla waved as she scrunched into her tiny sports car. Get a life, girl, not a proverb. The engine whirred and the tires squealed out of the parking lot so fast, passerbys had to scurry aside. Gertrude shook her head and murmured under her breath. When she got to her apartment, Gertrude tugged herself free from her coat and peeled off her work clothes. She stood under a hot shower for a full five minutes and then dressed in comfortable, well-worn jeans, fluffy socks, and a long shirt. It had a tear at the neck where she'd caught it in the latticework reaching for a hard-to-reach cluster of grapes last summer, but she figured no one would see it, and who would really care, anyway? Just as she settled down on the couch, wrapped in a knitted blanket, a hot cup of tea near at hand and a mystery novel in her lap, the buzzer rang, long and loud. She glanced up, a thrill of fear racing through her. It's just someone looking for a donation, or some lady looking for a friend, or... The buzzer insisted. Frowning, she set the book next to her teacup, tossed the blanket aside, and jogged forward. The buzzer raged for a third time. Irritated, she swung open the door. Hey, unless someone's about to be murdered, can you lay off the buzzer? Short and stocky, 
Ben stood before her in a crumpled EMT uniform, his brown hair disheveled and a wild look in his eyes. You're okay. Gertrude scrunched her face like she was looking at a pink armadillo. Yeah, you care? Passing through the doorway, Ben tromped to the couch and flung himself down with a long sigh. He ran his fingers through his hair, standing it up in a scattered array. Good Lord, you know what you've put me through? Gertrude blinked. I put you through? When they reported the accident, I recognized the vanity license plate. I called your office, and they said you just left. I thought you were with her. Gertrude slapped her cheek, all warmth draining from her body. Camilla? Burned beyond recognition. At least her car is. It'll take time to sort through the mess. Swaying to her feet, a roar swelled into Gertrude's ears. Strong arms grabbed her and led her to the couch. Ben crouched at her side and stroked her hand. Sorry, I didn't mean to shock you like that. I was just so worried. There's been one emergency after another. Crazy days. I've been working overtime. He shook his head. But when that call came in, I didn't even ask. I just ran out the door. Before she knew what she was doing, Gertrude was sobbing on Ben's shoulder. By the time she had a fresh cup of tea, the blanket wrapped over her legs, and Ben's arm around her shoulder, she had wiped the last of her tears off her cheek. I must look awful. Not to me. You look just fine. Alive, the way I like you. Gertrude dropped her gaze and tugged a loose yarn string. I got the impression that, you know, you were tired of me. Too busy all the time, working. You do realize that I save lives, right? That I work hard to earn a good living so that maybe one day we can... So you're not avoiding me? Ben grinned. You know, it'd make things a lot simpler if you'd just ask me next time. You didn't return my messages. Yeah, there is that. My fault, sorry, just so blasted busy, you know, I see it all the time. Misunderstandings, couples going at each other, kids wanting to kill themselves. Gertrude felt her throat tighten. It wasn't a misunderstanding today. Camilla is dead. I tried to warn her, but... Ben harumphed and clapped his hands together as he sat forward. Camilla drove like a speed demon. She was on the track to self-destruction long before you met her. He dragged his hands over his face. I can't save everyone, and neither can you. He pulled Gertrude into a tight embrace. But I'm here now, and you know, we might make a life together, despite this crazy world, despite misunderstandings. Gertrude snuggled into Ben's arms, her heart aching, yet comforted. Camilla was going out on the town today. 
and I thought something in me had died. Guess it shows. We don't really know. Life, beginnings and endings, and everything in between. A.K. Fraley is the author of 15 books, a teacher for 35 years, and a homeschooling mother of eight. Make the most of life's journey. For books by A.K. Fraley, check out her Amazon author page.